0: Log Talk Radio. Good. Okay, starting over, starting over. Sorry about the delay, everybody. Sorry. Father God, I thank you tonight, Lord God, for everybody that's listening, Lord God. I thank you for this message, God, that's going to bless somebody's life, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that that woman will be set free on tonight. She's been shamed and not talking, but tonight she's going to be set free. And I thank you, Lord God, for that man that is going to be delivered in the marriage on tonight. In the name of Jesus, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. The foundational text comes from First Corinthians, chapter seven, verses four through five, from the AMPC. For the wife does not have exclusive authority and control over her own body, but the husband has his rights. Likewise, also the husband does not have exclusive authority and control over his own body, but the wife has her rights. Verse 5, Do not refuse or deprive or defraud each other of your due marital rights, except perhaps by marital consent for a time, so that you may devote yourselves unhindered to prayer. But afterwards, resume marital relations these things tempt you to sin through your lack of restraint of sexual desire first corinthians 7 4 through 5 from the ampc welcome to prolific fire everybody we keep it real on prolific fire so welcome everybody thank you for being here god keeps telling me that there's a woman being sexually abused, but because the abuser is her husband, because he keeps using First Corinthians 7 and verse 4 from tonight's foundational text. So the wife does not have exclusive authority and control over her own body, but the husband has his rights. But the husband has his rights. He keeps using that as an excuse for him to do what he does. She feels trapped. Like, who can I tell this to? God has heard you. You don't have to tell nobody. God has heard you. That's why I'm doing this message on tonight. Specifically for you, so if you're under the sound of my voice, this is for you. He keeps using that scripture, holding that scripture over your head as an excuse to do what he does, and you feel trapped. Like, who can I tell this to? She's she's tried saying no. You've tried saying no, not tonight. Or I don't feel like it tonight. Which means here it is men, especially me and it is. which means she's not rejecting him. She's not rejecting you, but it's timing. She's not rejecting him, but she's rejecting his timing. Notice she she keeps saying tonight is not the right time, not tonight. Only to be forced into submission. Because he thinks that's his right as a, that's his rights as a husband, only to force her into submission to do what he want to do. Because he thinks that's his right as a husband. Husband, hear me good tonight. You might have a you might have a right to her body, but you don't have the right to force her to take away her will in order to fulfill your needs. Husband, you might have a right to her body. We ain't arguing that tonight because that's what the scripture says. You have a right to her body, but you don't have the right to force her, to take away her will in order to fulfill your needs. Genesis 1, verse 27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. He created them. Genesis 1. 27 NIV. You hear that? He created them, male and female, which means that female you keep forcing yourself on sexually was made in the image of God, which means that female that you keep forcing yourself on sexually is not just your wife, but she's a woman that was made in the image of God. And the same way you can't force God into doing whatever you want, and the same way you can't force God into doing whatever you want, but you must ask him, remember that when it comes to your wife. The same way you must ask God, and you just can't force him to do whatever, remember that when it comes to your wife. She was made in his image, not yours. She was made in the image of God, too. She deserves to be asked. And if she says no, you know what you should do as a man? Love her enough to respect her. Love her enough to respect her. Respect her wishes at that time. She might be sick in her body. She might be tired. Whatever she is, she is human. You need to remember she is human, so sometimes she's going to get sick. Sometimes she's going to get tired. Sometimes she's going to be sick and tired. Whatever she is, she's human. Tonight's message, no still means no. You never didn't want this one to be heard, but no still means no. It doesn't matter who you're saying it to and why. No still means no. It doesn't change in definition or become void of power. Just because you are a wife saying no, to your husband. It doesn't change in definition or become void of power just because you are a wife saying no to your husband. Husband, this is what God says specifically to you. Husband, God says because her body does belong to you. Since you wanna go there and you wanna claim this scripture, God says because her body does belong to you, whatever you do to her, you are doing to yourself and you will reap the consequences of having violated your marriage covenant. Because her body does belong to you, whatever you do to her, you are doing it to yourself because you're all supposed to be one. So whatever you do to her, you're doing it to yourself, and you will reap the consequences of having violated your marriage covenant. As a part of your marriage covenant, you vowed to love your wife and to cherish her. But since when, answer this question for me. But since when does loving her and cherishing her mean abusing her? Since when does loving her and cherishing her mean abusing her? For me the math is just not mathing in this in this equation for sure. The math is just not mathing. Somebody if you can make it make sense. It's just not mathing in this equation for sure. From God's perspective, Love gives. From God's perspective, love gives, meaning it gives in sometimes and it yields sometimes if need be be, for the greater good of all involved. God God doesn't just think about himself, what he wants and what he needs. But when God loves, sometimes that love gives in and it yields if need be for the greater good of all involved. That's basically John three sixteen in a nutshell. God so loved the world that he gave. You see the God kind of love is never selfish just wanting what it wants. Certainly not. The God the God kind of love thinks about a world, not just one person and that one person's needs and wants. Husband, repent. If this is you, you need to stop what you're doing and repent. Ask God and your wife for forgiveness And from this day forward Think not out of your flesh But with your heart If you really love your wife If you really love her Think not out of your flesh But think with your heart The apostle Paul said something powerful He said I die daily Meaning daily, every day He put his flesh to death by, by being intentional You got to be intentional about what you do You can't just let your flesh Run crazy and do whatever it wants to do But Paul puts his flesh To death, death daily By being intentional intentional About not allowing It to rule him To control him First Corinthians 15 and 31 15 and 31 Try to remember your wife is heirs together with you in Christ Jesus. She's not separate from you, and you are not the only heir as a husband. But the scripture says that your wife is heirs together with you in Christ Jesus, and that and that, and that the Bible describes her as a weaker vessel. You need to remember that she's heirs together with you in Christ Jesus, and that the Bible describes her as a weaker, weaker vessel. That's the King James Version. Not that she's weak, but she's weaker than you. That's all it's saying. She's not weak. That's a strong woman you're messing with, but she's weaker than you still. The NIV says, husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as a weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life. So that nothing will hinder your prayers 1 Peter 3 and 7 From the NIV You hear that? Be considerate of your wife Treat her with respect Stop acting like a beast And be the man God expects you to be Be considerate of your wife Treat her with respect Stop acting like a beast And be the man God expects you to be Yes, you have rights and needs Yes, you have rights and needs, but so does your wife. She should not be forced or condemned. She should not be forced or condemned for saying no. She should not be forced or condemned for saying no. Now we're going to get to verse 5 from tonight's foundational text. Verse 5 talks about there being mutual consent, a time where you and your wife mutually consent. Both of you agree That's what mutually consent means Both of you agree To not have sex In order to mutually consent Agree In order to do that There must be open and honest conversation Coming from both Of you Agree so that your prayer life Will strengthen in the process Agree so that your prayer life Will strengthen in the process Then resume Marital relations. Least Satan tempt you to sin through your lack of restraint of sexual desire. Again, that's First Corinthians seven and five. Ampc. You see, husband, no one is denying your right to, to sex with your wife. No one is denying your right to sex with your wife. But you. But we are against the way you approach her. But we are against the way you approach her. The way you approach your all-aggressive and with force, that's not of God. Hear me? The way you approach your all-aggressive and with force, that's not of God. In the book of Esther, he's a perfect example. In the book of Esther, it says the king was attracted to Esther more than any other, other, other women. But in another verse and chapter it also says when Esther came to him asking for favor he responded I will give you I will give I will I will give you up to half of the kingdom whatever it is that you need it will be granted even up to half of the kingdom You see he didn't aggressively approach her and force himself on her even though he was attracted to her He did not approach her in the wrong way. He didn't approach her in the wrong way, but he held himself together. He held himself together, and he helped her. He gave her what she needed in that moment. He wasn't thinking about himself, even though he was very attracted to her. And the King James Version, the King James Version of that scripture says that he loved her. And that that's Esther 2 and 17. The NIV says he was very attracted to her, but the NIV says he loved her. Either way, he didn't force himself on her. He together enough to help her and give her what she needed in that moment. So, husband, don't continue to let your flesh be your excuse. You can't control your desire. Stop letting the devil use you to bring bring a wedge between you and your wife because that's what has happened. Stop letting the devil use you like that. The devil seeks to steal, kill, and destroy, especially in marriages. That's John 10.10. And the way you are behaving, husband, he's winning. You're letting him win. You're letting him win. You have a wife that's afraid to say no because she knows even when she says no, you're going to do what you want to do. Afraid, she's afraid to tell somebody she's being sexually abused because the abuser is you, the husband that she loves in spite of. And you know what? By loving you in spite of, she is displaying Christ. She is displaying Christ. Even after everything you've done to her, continue to do to her, she still loves you in spite of. She is the one in the marriage displaying Christ, Christ Christ-like behavior. Towards you Loving you in spite of Why can't you do the same for her Why can't you do the same for her I just came by To tell you tonight that God is not pleased He's not pleased Like I said God's been Talking to me about this for For over Over a month Because it started in December He is not pleased Repent Father God I call this man This husband to repentance, may he be broken in your presence and see the error of his ways against you and against his wife. Bring that controlling spirit, that aggressive, abnormal spirit to, to a halt in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, let the healing begin. Let the deliverance in this marriage begin. Let it begin tonight. In the name of Jesus, set that woman free. On tonight, I want you to know, woman, that God is not pleased and you have nothing to be ashamed of because in the marriage you were doing what you were supposed to do. And it's okay to say no. It's okay to say no when something is going on in your body. It's okay to say no when you're tired. It's okay to say no when you have a good reason and then come back together to keep the devil. Out of your marriage But how can you keep the devil out of your marriage When your husband is acting Like the chief devil Husband you need to get it You need to get it together You need to get it together Father God Touch and save the unsaved on tonight The atmosphere is right For somebody to be changed Never to change back In Jesus name, Amen that concludes tonight's message. I just need to get that off of my chest. Need to get that off of my chest. So God be the glory. I don't open phone lines on political fire no more for obvious reasons. The subject matters. And the subject matters. And next week, there's something just as strong coming next week. So tune in. And in the meantime, if you need prayer or Bible-based consultation. Call or text 865-408-8690. I'll put the number up tomorrow. It's 865-408-8690. Or you can email prolympicfire at com because some people prefer to email. Or you can send your prayer request right there through the website, prolificfire.com. Some people send me to miss their prayer request through the website. You can do that as well. I will get back to you as soon as possible. Remember that prayer will be offered with Bible-based consultation. They will no longer be separate. And please call the text between 9 a.m. and 11 p.m. Your time zone. 9 a.m., 11 p.m., 11 p.m. Then join my sister back here on Friday where the phone lines will be open for prayer. Join us because I will be there, too. I always enjoy Faith on the Line because the Lord is always in the midst. Join us back here for Faith on the Line. Prophet's Pay will be leading us in prayer Friday night, 8, Eastern, 7, Central, 5, Pacific. Call the same number that many of you called tonight, which is 347-426-3782. 347-426-3782. Fire will be up on social media sites, all social media sites, this week, so starting tomorrow. Then join me back here next next Monday for another word from the Lord. Same time and place. Tell God be the glory. So God be the glory. Somebody receive this. If this was for you, receive it. Whether you're the man that's the gift of this or the woman that's going through this, receive it. Because God is looking at you and he knows your situation. You don't always have to tell outside people. God knows. As it says in 1 Samuel 16 and 7, God is looking at the heart. While people is looking at the outside appearance and thinking that everything is okay between you two. God is looking at the heart. Get some things right. Get some things right. Starting tonight. Starting with God. Then starting with her and starting with each, with, each, with each other. Do that. Let's start the new year off right. Marriages, let's start off right. Husbands, let's start off right. In the name of Jesus, everybody be blessed. Thank God be the glory. I'm out.